Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behaviour, sleep and more. Relationships post-children take a bit more work than previous to kids. After all, you have small humans soaking up all your attention. It can be difficult to find time for each other. Throw in work schedules and it all gets quite challenging. Sean Zepps is a dad of toddler twins and the loving partner of one. He also blogs at Bringing Up Gabies. Sean's here to talk to us about relationships post-babies. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hello. Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. How would you compare your relation, your relationship pre and post children? Great and great. <laughs> um, I am through it, right? So, like at this point in our relationship, it feels like we're the exact same we were before we had kids. Like there are a lot of moments for us now that the kids are almost too once they've gone to bed or when they're taking naps or even when we're out as a family where I just get to be the same person I was. We're laughing the same. We're going out to eat the same. Um, But I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge that for the first seven or eight months, there were like absolutely constant thoughts of like, is this going to work? How the hell can I continue to survive? What happened to him? Who am I? we're not having sex, blah, blah, blah. Like every thought anyone in a relationship when they first have kids has ever thought. (laughs) But of course those go through your mind. Is there anything that you miss that you had then that you don't have now? I mean, a larger friendship group for sure. Like when you have kids, you know, your relationships with, with friends who don't have kids change. We moved to a new country. So I think there's that huge barrier. But a big part of our relationship was allowing each other to have alone time with our groups of friends and then coming back together with our shared friends. And that's just changed a bit. I definitely fell in love with my husband because of his intellect and his communication skills and the way that he could hold a room and craft an argument. And so we don't get to see that as much because we're not out as frequently. And you don't get to craft an argument in quite the same way with toddlers no. as you do with adults. And when we get together with our friends who are amazing people who have children, we just all can't help but talk about the most important thing in our lives now, which are children. Mm. Have you ever tried to recreate those moments that that either the social space or the conversations you had Mm. with him then? Yeah, that's a good question. I think one of the reasons we will make it, we will survive this and any other hurdle down the line is we have always been really good at being selfish. That was not what I thought you were going to say. (laughs) Selfish individuals and selfish as a couple. So before the kids were born, we knew we were going to spend the first three months with my parents. Um, We knew we were moving to Australia and we really wanted to guarantee that they could have a sizable chunk of time to get to know the babies before we moved across the world. And one of the things I requested of my mom was that she give us a date night once a week from the very first week. She's like, I'll do whatever you want. Of course. I mean, who's going to say no to having more time with my grandchildren? And it was advice I got from a good friend of mine in the States. And she said, you got to make time for yourselves. Like you have to. It is not, you're not going to want to. You're not going to want to leave your child. You're definitely not going to want to when you're annoyed with your partner for being at work all day, go out on a date with him. But you have to just remind yourself as frequently as possible. You got into this situation because you loved someone. (laughs) That is why this (laughs) happened. 
<laughs> or you lusted them. But either way, like there was a reason we had children. It was because we loved each other so much that we couldn't imagine not taking it to the next step and to, to share that love. And so by forcing ourselves onto those dates, even when we don't want to, and I'm going to give him all the credit because he plans every single date we have. Um, I think that has kind of made it possible for us to slip back into those conversations. Another piece of advice that I was given that I have never taken (laughs) is one, put your phone away Two, try not to talk about the kids, like force yourself to get back to the conversations you used to have. So much of what makes my relationship unique is we're both intellectually curious about challenging big ideas And that is what would get us lost in wine dates, you know, for three or four or five or six hours up until the week the kids were born. So if we just do our best to just leave the kids on the back burner just for an hour or two, we slip back into those conversations. And I think that has reminded us um, that we are actually still the exact same people. We just have little kids now. And, of course, you mentioned there that you were with your parents for three months when Mm. you were doing the date night once a week. Yes, yes, yes. What's that? How how often do you get date night now? You're halfway across the world from them. You know what's funny? I think we get it more. Really? Yeah. I don't feel bad about this at all, but we really prioritize ourselves um, as a as a couple. I think what fills both of our cups um, are each other, and it is really easy to get lost in the mundaneness of being a parent. And so we use babysitters and don't ever feel bad about it. There have been weeks, and I don't. I'm not exaggerating where we've used three sitters to go out three separate times, you know, for an event or work event. Hashtag parent goals. Yeah. I mean, it is expensive. And sure, if you tell other people, they'll look at you and be like, oh, my God, like, don't you want to spend time with your kids? That's that's jealousy. They go to bed at a specific time. You hire someone who's quite young for not a ton of money to sit and watch your television. If you trust the people, which we absolutely trust our sitters, we love them. It just allows us to refuel to remind each other why we love each other. And that absolutely positively without a hint of exaggeration makes you a better parent. Do you, do I think you need to do it three times a week? No, you could save some money, do it at home. I have these amazing friends. I'm going to give them a little shout out, Jimmy and Chels, and they have a date night every week where the other person plans a theme date night in the house you don't have to go out you can just pull a bunch of things together make it a theme get some paper and a bunch of crayons and go it's crayon and wine night like the simplicity of just doing something different because josh and i fall into the trap of netflix and dinner and a glass of wine and that becomes just the normal thing but we didn't do that before we had kids we were fun then you can actually continue to be fun <laughs> your kids are sleeping you're basically childless <laughs> i love it we all learn something new about our relationship after we have kids what have you learned about your relationship oh my goodness i mean i'm i i keep on just giving josh high fives he's like why do you give me so many high fives we're you're not just, 10 years old you should you should keep doing it i keep it in the bank I'm a high fiver. Like, yes. I like it. But when we survive, like, even when it's really easy, when we make it through the full day, Josh and I had yesterday off together with the kids. So it was full on. And at the end of the day, we just gave each other a high five. And I was just like, we're freaking badasses. Like, we're surviving this thing. We still love each other. We have good kids. We have our jobs. And like those little reminders. So I think like just knowing that we're doing the right thing and doing the very best we can. I think what I learned about him 
is that he's actually so much better at things I thought were his weaknesses. You know, what's interesting is like, even when you're in a relationship but don't have kids, you're still selfish in the best way possible. You should be. It's, I, selfish is even the wrong word. Like you understand your worth and you fight for that. Even it, when you're in an argument with someone, you're usually standing up for yourself. This is what I need. This is what I want from you. I, 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 I. The moment you have a child, I get thrown out the door and it's all about them. It's all about your children. And so to see my, you know, when I think about my relationship with Josh before kids, I think of his weaknesses as like, um, not being tidy, not cleaning up after himself and not being super organized. The moment we had kids, the moment he had to take care of two other humans, those three weaknesses, it's like, I have not seen them. And I'm like, wow, like as an individual, I'm able to look back at him and go, okay, those weren't weaknesses. You just didn't do them because you were allowed to be selfish. It was your life. And now that you have a child and you're taking care of someone else, you're able to kind of step up and do what is necessary to make their life function. I think he's an amazing listener and he loves and supports me and he kind of gives me the time I need to sleep and get rested and get little treats for me every now and then. And so I feel like what I've learned is like I made the right choice and he's a freaking good guy. <laughs> and I hope it's the same. Oh man, I'm, we've t- send me his email and I'll yeah. send him the link to this podcast. Oh, I'm okay? gonna exact. Yeah. <laughs> Please, thank you. What's the number one thing you need to keep your relationship strong? Alone time. Like uh, you need a break. You need your own alone time. You need to fill your cup on the things that excited you before you were ever in a relationship. I think the key to success in life is fulfillment sexual fulfillment, career fulfillment, you know, whatever that is, but you need to be fulfilled. And if you're not able to get that constantly, you're missing out on like what is so great about life. And so if you're not taking a step away from your entire family and your relationship and your children and just doing the yoga class, taking the art class, going for a run, uh, whatever is going to fill you up inside, then I think you will not be a successful parent. You won't be a successful partner. Um, Yeah. Sean, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. That's Sean Zepps. He's a father of twin toddlers and blogs at Bringing Up Gabies. We'll put a link to his website in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.